Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show, A Balanced Life for You, where you design the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Rhonda Cimarelli. I'm a certified transformational coach, and I love working with women entrepreneurs, helping them get out of that comfort zone and finding their inner power. Well, today on the show, I have a really special guest. Her name is Gina Harris. And Gina was born and raised in Twin Falls, Idaho. She's currently in the state of Louisiana. Now, Gina has spent over 22 years in corporate America. And today, she is actually a transformational spiritual teacher. And she is the founder of a nonprofit women's empowerment movement called Sisterhood Connections. I would love for Gina to um, come on to the show. Gina, are you there today? Yes. Hello, Rhonda. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Gina, you are a pretty amazing woman, and I just admire everything that you're doing. I want you to know that. And I want my guests to hear a little bit more about who you are and what you're doing, because you have a a background in corporate America, yet you have stepped out as a mompreneur. And those are the women that this show really um, gauges or gears towards um, reaching. So would you spend a couple of minutes and just tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you're doing right now? Yes, and thank you. What a beautiful introduction. And likewise, all of those beautiful things you've said about me, I think the same about you and definitely a soul connection. Um, We kind of have um, some similar things I found in even our work and and our passion. So a little bit about me, as you said, um, I spent 22 years in corporate America and it's interesting because I always saw myself like retiring with that company. I had a very, very good job and something that, you know, a lot of people, you know, really strive to get. Um, So I feel like I achieved all of the quote unquote American dream, you know, going for, you know, the house, the car, I even had the dog and the picket fence. But over time, I had found that I was becoming really, um, you know, really disconnected. And, you know, one of the things that I'm sure that you explore with the mompreneurs is, you know, where we lose sense, all of these hats that we, um, you know, wear as being a, a mom and, you know, in corporate America and working all the hours that I did, um, I found myself really a, a lot of stress. I was aging. I was working really long hours. I was not um, spending the time with, you know, my my children. And, and I, like you, I have a gap between my children and my older two children. I was not spending the time. And so, over, you know, time, it kind of started me with, um, you know, having a lot of stress in my life and finding my own way for my own healing and wellness, which led me into energy healing. And I've always been really intuitive and spiritually connected. Um, but I kind of put that to the side for many, many years while I, you know, pursued my career and really shut that part down. So, um, you know, what I'm doing today, it's kind of led me, I stepped out of that corporate role and started my own healing business. And um, that was in 2007. And in 2013, I've always wanted, you know, I always had that biggest um, dream, that, that bigger vision of bringing women together 
um, no matter what the color, race, religion, um, under one kind of unity where we can come together and, and I see us with the feminine energy really healing the world. So that was kind of um, my purpose for that. And it's moved on to lots of, lots and lots of stuff. So I'm doing, I'm doing <laughs> lots of, lots of things, um, writing well, books and podcasts <laughs> and all kinds of stuff. So yeah, that's well, a lot. Huh? You're, you're, you do a lot of stuff. So let me, let me just kind of get a, the picture a little bit more crystal clear for everybody listening. So um, all right, let me ask you a quick question. What was your job? You said you did you were in corporate America for 22 years. What was that job in a nutshell? Or did you do many things? I did. I actually was getting different sort of promotions, but um, basically I uh, helped open corporate buildings um, for a long period of time, training managers for their departments and their employees and helping, um, you know, with, with uh, gosh, so my role changed from, you know, whether it was admin and helping um, the human resources, then I um, spent some time with actual marketing and development, and then some time in the whole shipping and receiving. And within the company, I spent a lot of um, years in different roles, but it was always, mm-hmm. um, you know, an executive position, um, training okay. managers and, and stuff, so... Okay, that's all right. So that gives me an idea of kind of that picture of what you were doing. And if we go to today, I know that you are um, you have a nonprofit women's empowerment movement, the Sisterhood Connections. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. Yeah, so it's actually it's it's especially in this last year, I joined with the beautiful Raj Anderson just barely over a year ago. But as I said, I started in 2013, and it was not a nonprofit at that time. It was literally birthing an idea, and I was still in Idaho, and it was actually Boise, Idaho at that time, and we began meeting like a lot of times weekly coming together what we called sisterhood circles and we would come together and we would do lots of different things like sometimes we would you know do things for um, the cancer um, hospital that we had in Boise or we would come together and do um, you know laughter yoga or all different sorts of things but coming together um, a lot of moms coming together sometimes we did you know classes workshops and that's kind of how it started and then it became, um, we moved on Facebook, we be- started a Facebook group, and a lot of, so a lot of our Facebook group is based out, I mean, a large portion of our women are from Idaho, but now we have women in India and Kenya and Australia and the UK and all over the world. So, and Canada coming from, you know, all over and and it's a beautiful thing. And now we have a sister, an academy that we help transform the lives of our women who are looking for that, whether ranging from lifestyle or business. And it's called Sisterhood Empowerment Academy. And so that is kind of in a nutshell. So that's at sisterhoodconnections.org. Oh, okay. That's – I. I what I'm listening to and I'm hearing is something that started out, as you said, birthing an idea and how much it's grown from being just in your hometown and state to essentially uh, you have a global connection to 
help empower women. That's beautiful. Yes. So yes. Thank you. Very grateful to be connected to these incredible, incredible women. Very loving. Our group, um, you know, really holds and, and a lot of moms and, you know, just especially time. We, we are a group that um, comes together to send that good energy across the globe and love and prayers, even though we don't get caught up in the whole religion part of it. Um, although we have lots of different religions, it's a beautiful thing. And that's kind of my vision. I see um, where we are segregated and where we actually can come together and have that common mm-hmm. bond of love and the feminine energy. Oh, yes. And I want to thank you for allowing me to be a part of that academy. I am so excited yeah. to have an opportunity to reach women globally, as you said, to um, come to a place where they can have new awareness. And that's that's a big part of my goal and mission is to bring the awareness into lives of women so that they can understand that they do have the power within to live the life that they truly love rather than just living a life of existence. So thank you. Yes, and um, we're, we love to have you, Rhonda. We love your energy. Thanks. So, Gina, tell us, what do you, what do you enjoy most about what you're, you're doing here in 2017? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so that one's a hard one because there's so much of what I really love. But as we know, we change over time, right? And mm-hmm. I remember a couple of years ago, um, I, I'm a coach and a spiritual teacher, but I also have my own as well. I hope everyone does. We all need people. We all need someone. We all need support, right? Well, mm-hmm. I remember my spiritual teacher telling me, you're going to be writing. And I remember laughing, going, um, no, I'm so not a writer. You have no idea. Although I've always had a voice and I always have a lot to say. I'm a talker. Um, but I, all of a sudden, I, I got this opportunity to write for Sybil Magazine. Now, I don't know if you've heard of that before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wrote for them for about a year, and, and that kind of opened up this floodgate of, of writing. And now um, I just released my third book. So I would have to say that this is like my newfound passion, that and also having a podcast like you, um, kind mm-hmm. of a platform where I can just share my inspiration that's coming through to me and in a new, uh, a new sort of way. And that is unfolding in me each and every day. Even my writing has changed from the moment my pen started, um, started, started to move, huh? Yes. 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 <laughs> well, I, I, I love your, your story and your journey because I can relate to that on so many levels, but this today is about you. Well, let me ask you this. Um, because some of my listeners are currently mompreneurs. Some of them are currently in corporate America wondering, how do I make that shift or what would be different? So what I'd love to know is, you know, working from home as a, as a mom, you and I both have still kids in the house, what would you say um, is kind of that mindset or that shift that's so important that you you could share with them that they might need to start looking at in order to work from home or to start their own business? Mm, That's a really, really good question because, um, you know, I want to reach out to those mompreneurs who, or or those women, excuse me, that maybe, 
you know, in that, that job where they, they may have felt some of the similar things that I was feeling. And I have to say that for me, it's, it, it does boil down to that believing in yourself. And sometimes that's easier and so broadly said, um, easier said than done, especially if you don't have a good support system. And especially we know that we have a level of conditioning even in our mind about, I do, and I'm speaking for myself, where even it was ingrained in me that, you know, you have to, you know, you have to think about the 401k. You have to have a nine-to-five job. That's what defines success. This is what defines, you know, making a living and all of those sorts of things. So, you know, depending on your your conditioning and, and your culture beliefs, all of that tied in, it can really have you locked and in shackles. Um, but what I want to say and speak to your heart, if you are one of those moms listening, that mindset has to be that, believing and knowing and trusting and having faith that you can do it and reevaluating some of those beliefs that may have been instilled in you and, and, and questioning, are they still serving me? Is it serving the direction of, you know, where it is that I, that my heart is really seeking? Cause one of the things in my recent book is about your highest purpose and your highest purpose is what God has instilled in you. What, what is your flavor of the world? What do you want to, you know, experience? And if that is calling your spirit, get connected with those other mompreneurs. And so if you're listening to this podcast, this is perfect for you. Um, and a real quick on the mompreneurs, Maybe they're, they're, they've just stepped out and they're, you know, questioning like, oh, my gosh, was this the right move? Again, it's applying those same things, going back and revisiting. What is it that you're, you have fear? Why are you questioning yourself? Is it that you're not reaching the money that you think that you need to be reaching? And, um, you know, that mindset of staying, for me, that's what Sisterhood Connections is about. Your vibe attracts your tribe. So the, the mm. support that you have around you are the people, you know, supporting you in your mission as being a mompreneur. Because if, if they're not, please, soul sister, get yourself mm. in a good tribe. We would love to have you at Sisterhood Connections <laughs> and keep listening to this podcast. So there in a nutshell, I can keep going, but I'll quit with that. But that's <laughs> probably in a nutshell for my mindset. Well, you know, you've said some really good points, Gina, and um, the key point really is believing in yourself, and uh, I know you didn't use this exact word, but it, it's about what's important to you, your personal views, your personal values, and bringing them into play, and to not be so concerned about what um, your environment or society is mm-hmm. telling you you have to do, right? Is that Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, All right. So as a mom working from home, um, well, let's talk about you for just a minute. How do you relax when you're not working in your business or on your business? You know, how do you do that downtime and refuel? Oh, man. Um, There's so many different things. One of the things that I want to offer to anyone listening is, and and you kind of said it, you've got to listen to yourself because that changes every day. When I want to refuel myself, um, I have to really go within and ask myself the question, what is it that I need today? Sometimes that might be that I need to be (laughs) 
I need a break from everyone. I get mm-hmm. a lot of inner, even though a lot of the community is um, online right now, um, since we just recently moved to the state of Louisiana. But being, you know, with my son, sometimes I just need that that getting away from everything, like silence, going on a walk. Um, sometimes that may mean that I treat myself to a pedicure. Um, but mostly I would say how I refuel myself is I get some of that childlike energy. And how I do that is what I learned later on as a mom that I didn't know as much when I was a younger mom, and that is get dirty with my child and play with him like I'm his age and bring in that childlike energy for me. That refuels. So that's laughter because I am a laughter teacher as well. So I help people heal their body through laughter. So I laugh with him for no reason, just literally to giggle. Um, We will go together as a family, but even my husband, like getting that childlike energy out, even though I can't play sports like I used to when I was younger, um, but getting out there and fishing or, you know, going and kicking the soccer ball around, that's probably my most refuel that I get is with my family. But I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I do need that break. <laughs> but I listen to myself. That's probably the most important message is I listen with no judgment, even if it's a nap that I need. See, that was perfect. That last part. Listen to what I need with no judgment. I just had to write that down <laughs> because it, that's the truth, Gina. So many women um, kind of start feeling guilty or, you know, oh, I, I took a nap. Okay, yeah. well, if you took a nap, that means you needed a nap. <laughs> yeah. Right? Just, um, Definitely. It just amazes me. And these are things that I've learned over my lifetime, too, is to no judgment, no guilt. Um, and do what you just said. Ask yourself, what do I need? And I know for myself sometimes that's all I need is just some peace and quiet, which is why I come to this new house that we have. It's on the water, and I'll sit my chair down at the dock and just breathe and just listen to the water. And if I'm lucky, the dolphins will come by for a little while, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Ooh, beautiful. Well, all right. So let me let me ask you this. Um, we we both have these gaps with our children. So tell us how many children you have, and how many, and how old are they living at home still? So I have three. My oldest and second. My oldest is a boy, and my second child's a girl, and they're in their twenties, and off and actually living in Idaho. And my youngest, there's a seventeen year gap. So when my middle child was the year she was graduating I found out I was pregnant and that was a shell shock to me but also my biggest um one of my biggest one of my the three of my biggest blessings and he is um he is six and he's now in school and yeah it's it's a whole new venture like like you and I have both shared it's it's different being an older mom than we learn things along the way <laughs> that we were beating ourselves up against the you know sometimes going the hard way when it doesn't really need to be that way <laughs> oh absolutely and as you describe the senior in high school and find out you're pregnant I just get the goosebumps all over again. I go, yes, 
That's exactly how it happened. <laughs> we, our biggest our biggest joke was, um, you know, when, when it happened with us, my oldest one was the senior in high school, and uh, you know, I always say I I wasn't really planning on being six months pregnant at graduation, you know. <laughs> Just, I, you know, I had the whole party planned. I knew what we were going to do. We had 100-plus people coming for this graduation because he was the oldest grandchild on both sides of the family. And we just had this whole thing planned. I go, yeah, this wasn't really part of that original plan. <laughs> I feel you, sister. Oh, I know. That's why we just connect. I'm like, okay, it's all good. And we learn something new every day and every year. And, you know, I, I, I'm going to say this from my perspective, and I'm going to guess you might feel the same. But, you know, having that second chance um is so it's such a beautiful gift and i've learned so much about life really i've actually had time to slow down um breathe smell the flowers feel the sunshine and really appreciate everything that's happening (laughs) yeah i agree 100 percent oh shoot um let's talk about oh gosh we won't get into the kids anymore. That's that's a whole other thing. Um, when some of the women who listen to this show are feeling stressed and overwhelmed and trying to juggle things, and although you and I've just told everybody that we're kind of down to the one one child, um, I would love to have you share what quality time looks like with you and your family because some people have a hard time trying to figure out how to make that happen. So what do you do with your family? That is, and this is something that I think we can really help one another by sharing our stories, right? Um, Mm. But first I want to say I talk a lot about grace, and and this is something that has grown within me um, because, as you said, I used to beat myself up, um, you know, be really hard on myself, and And for what, for what, why? Because when we feel better about ourselves, we actually can have more of that quality time and and be less stressed and find um, more moments to really appreciate it. Now, with that being said, I also don't believe that we have to spend all of this time to have those quality moments. But we as a family have come together and made some some rules because there are times where my husband works a long day and we don't have as much time. Yesterday was a perfect example. But one of the things that we do is no technology is allowed at the dinner table at all whatsoever. And it's important that we are there together. We make that time because it's almost like meditation, where if you don't carve that time, you actually are losing part of the whole purpose of, of a family, right? So that's one of the, the, the ways that, you know, I, I also get refueled, but um, spending that quality time, thinking about sharing around the table what, what you know, how everyone's day was. Um, but the one thing we do every single day is we say, what name your most favorite part of the day and the mm. thing that you are most grateful for. And do you know that what comes out of my son's mouth has always, well, it used to surprise us because it's not going to Chuck E. Cheese that we thought that would be his most grateful thing. Do you know that 
that it's usually um, that I that I get to spend time with my mom or dad or, you know, the things that come out of our children's mouth, but we, you know, given those opportunities. So I know that's kind of a weird answer, but my point being that those moments actually for me help stretch time where the days where I'm super busy and we have lots going on, it feels like we get more time because it's the quality time. Mm -hmm. And you and I shared the conversation about spending time to look at each other in the eyes without all of the distractions, enjoying the food, enjoying the present moment, being very mindful. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, really creating good habits like that and sticking to them. I couldn't agree with you more. And I I do love that question. And I ask, uh, that's something I'm starting to do more of with my daughter is, you know, asking her what the favorite part of the day is. What are you grateful for to again? And I I love that it's at night because the way I see and feel it is when we bring that in at the end of the day, it's something subconsciously we're able to really think about. (laughs) And it just makes for a peaceful night's sleep and I, I believe it brings for a fresh start for the new day as well to know what you landed on the night before is, you know, gratitude. Absolutely. Absolutely. You said, and I, and I also can really appreciate, and I think this is important for so many people to realize that quality time is just that it's, it's a period of time and it doesn't mean you have to spend 24 hours a day, seven days a week with each other. Because yeah. our children actually like to unplug too, and they kind of yeah. need to have their own space. I mean, my daughter now is 12, and she really loves being around me. And at the same time, she really appreciates her own space. So yeah. it's okay. <laughs> it's really okay. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> um, so let me ask you this, Gina. Um, I know for myself, there have been, oh gosh, over my. Uh, lifetime or my business lifetime, there's been a lot of challenges. Um, Sometimes they have been physical, mental, emotional, financial. And I know what I've had to do to overcome them. And part of the show, I I love asking my guests, has there been anything specific that was pretty challenging that you've had to face as a mompreneur? Um, If you did, if you wouldn't mind sharing it. And then how did you actually overcome that challenge? Yes. Okay. Well, um, as, as a mompreneur specifically, mm, because I think this is a continuous process, right? Because um, (laughs) as we, because like my challenge is when I was in Idaho, I had an actual physical office that I would go um, for my healing business. And now it's solely 100% working from home. But having, um, you know, this is this is going to be really, um, really crazy because it's going to sound like, well, why is that a challenge? And it's just currently um, one of the things is that, and I don't know if you can resonate with this, but as an entrepreneur and as a mompreneur and um, you work from home, If someone, and I'm saying even when I was in corporate America, I would have a hard time understanding, like, what do they do? Like, you know, if you have this mentality of nine to five and, you know, working for someone else, well, you um, are perceived as you, you you are kind of a stay-at-home mom, even so the job isn't as important. And so it's like, 
you getting volunteered for everything. <laughs> oh, well, you have time because you don't quote unquote go to work. And mm-hmm. sometimes even my own self um, finding that it will get put behind, like on the back burner, like it's less important. But what happens is, is then I will get more pressure and stress to put it, um, you know, I'll be the one staying up late or writing the book in the middle of the night, which isn't a bad thing, but that has been an actual, you know, challenge. But what I found was, and I had to get clear with, um, and this is how I overcame it is I had to go, well, where did that come from? Because I'm the one that is feeling guilty because I am having this opportunity to be at home with my son, create the life on my terms, all of the reasons of why I wanted to be a mompreneur. So it was really because our world is what we make it, right? So I had Mm -hmm. to come to terms with recognizing that I was kind of creating that energy of my feeling guilty. So how I overcame it was having these transparent conversations and actually claiming, no, this is important and I need this. So whether that is my son, my asking my husband, you need, you know, to, you know, either take um, my son to go play ball or, you know, me going to a coffee shop and actually getting out of the house because I'm having a hard time getting it done um, or having that transparent conversation with a relative that really doesn't understand, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be able to babysit or I'm not going to be able to do this because I actually have clients or I have this, but it's not their fault. It's more the way that I'm presenting. Am I taking my business seriously? So that is all a shift in perspective, shift in mindset. So that's kind of Mm. how I overcame that challenge. But that's been a recent, and I know as a mompreneur, we have lots of challenges that come up, but that's what hit my spirit. That's probably true for almost everybody listening, whether it be today, this week, or it's been last month or even the last six months. you know, when we when we have children at home and we do get to raise them, and that's one of the beauties of this whole concept, is to be home with our kids. And at the same time, that is always, <laughs> from my experience, one of the biggest challenges is uh, where where do we put our business because it is important, but our children are important, and making that time, and not feeling guilty, as you said, for saying, "Hey, I have to I have to finish this." And um, I think a lot of people can really relate to that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And and so for you, it's really having those transparent conversations with yourself as well as others that potentially could uh, be a part of that um, challenge, right? Yes, getting clear. Am I holding on to guilt? Mm. Am I holding on to shame? Do I feel Mm. bad? you know, all of those things, because that spirals, that goes out in our energy. And that's kind of how, what people respond to our energy. And so we have Mm -hmm. to get clear first. It always starts, all of my work is from the inside out. So it always starts within first. Get clear from the inside out. And would you say that that would be a great tip for women listening on how to balance that business and self-care and children and everything else just to get clear and work yeah. from the inside out. Mm. 100% work <laughs> from the inside out. <laughs> You're going to be your trip. best guru. <laughs> <laughs> what a and your children. <laughs> All right. Looking ahead in the future, I'm a big believer and we are always growing and changing. 
And part of our mission, our goal in life is to really be our very best, you know, be the, the best woman that we can be, the best mom, the best wife. And things are always going to be um, growing and changing. So, for example, for me, one of the things that I know I have to work to improve on is continuing that self-inner work so that um, everything can feel in, in harmony. So for you, looking ahead in the future, what is something that you feel you need to uh, change or improve on that would allow you to have an even better uh, balance in your life with that work and family and self-care? You know, this is interesting because I think um, I also teach it because we have a lot of entrepreneurs in, in our academy, but we always as coaches, even, and as mom, we have to practice what we preach, right? Mm-hmm. And we can so easily, and I don't know if you can relate to this, but most of the, the mompreneurs can, or, and, and my, my fellow entrepreneurs. Um, and that is, in our world with the digital and, and social media and everything so accessible, it's so easy to compare ourselves, right? It's easy to mm. compare ourselves. And, and what I always tell people is don't compare yourself, yet it subtly seeps in to my subconscious and my awareness and, and my reality too when you log into Facebook and you see someone mm-hmm. or something and you think that question that goes through your mind, ooh, should I be doing that? And then again, mm-hmm. even my book about who were you before the world told you who to be, I have to remind myself, whoa, 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 that's great. And that works for them. And that's where they're at. And that's their journey. And that's their vision. And that's their beautiful soul purpose and highest purpose. That's not yours, G. Get clear with that. Stay in your lane. It's okay. But I have to, sometimes it slips in and I don't even recognize that I'm comparing myself. And how we know we're comparing ourselves is when we feel bad when we see something. And as soon as you do, you know, just like what I, I, I have lots of tips and tools and I have my own shift align transform techniques that I teach my students. But what I want to offer is something very, very simple. And that is just breathing in when you notice that, giving yourself grace, that word grace again, mm-hmm. and, 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 and going to that space of self-acceptance, that remembering your why and as you said your values because when you do that it it already frees you from that that punch in the gut that you may feel sometimes when you get caught up in that whole comparison thing because I wrote a whole chapter in my book on that because it is actually a toxic thing that we can do even as moms you know comparing ourselves to other moms so that's something that I I continuously have to hold the mirror up to myself. Mm. Practice what I preach. (laughs) That was great. (laughs) Practice what I preach. That's so true. And it does sneak in there. And uh, thank you for sharing that because you've made, you know, you kind of bring a little awareness to me going, um, yeah, I noticed that when it sneaks in for, for me, what happens is I kind of shut down what, my on my projects or uh, my book or I just don't get clear it's hard to get clear because again you know it might it might not even realize what happened was I might have been on Facebook or some social media or read something and thought oh that's just that's better and maybe mine's not so good anymore (laughs) yes 
Yeah. And you're you're right. Just to and and you're so right. When you feel bad, that's that's how you can take uh, take a clue from your feelings. And um, so, tell us really quickly, what is the name of your book? Because I know you said it just it was just published. Yeah. It is who were you before the world told you who to be, and you know how to how to step into your uniqueness and your highest purpose in a cookie cutter world. I love to refer to the world as cookie cutter because it's like from the age of since we come into the world, do this, do that, color inside of the lines, don't forget to do this. You need to act like mm-hmm. that, and all of these layers. And even as a parent, and as a mom, and as a wife, is all of this, um, it's peeling away these layers and really connecting because as I said in the beginning, we have all these hats and it's like, who am I now? Who am I? I'm Because we're not our job. We're not even, mm-hmm. you know, a mom. Like all of those are things that we do, but it's not who we are. Mm-hmm. Who we are. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Do you have any final words? Do you have any little golden nuggets or favorite quotes that you would like to leave uh, the listeners with today? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sure. I have so many because I'm a huge (laughs) Oprah fan and I could go on all different tangents. But one of the things that I really love because it can centralize everything and it is when you know better, you do better. And how I've applied this is I... I use it as not to make an excuse about poor choices that I may have done in the past, but I use it as a way to give myself grace because it's through grace that I can be the best mom, the best wife, the best friend, the best sister, neighbor, teacher Mm -hmm. that I possibly can be. So when I know better, I do better. And I need to continuously remember, I I know better. I know better. So I do. Oh, I almost feel like that's the way we should, uh, post this episode you know gina harris when you know better you do better <laughs> oh, love it. i love 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 it <laughs> oh you've given us so much um value today and i we love your story and thank you so much for being uh, available and sharing wisdom with us and um your, your story of where you're coming from and if they want to connect with you how would they do that Thank you for that opportunity, because if you are a mompreneur, which you probably are listening to this, I highly recommend you getting into our website at sisterhoodconnections.org, even just getting connected to the right energy, the right tribe to support you. And we offer a free resource online, so you don't you know you can sign up as a Sisterhood Collective Gold or uh, Bronze member for free. And if you are really wanting to get those resources to help your business, um, we offer a a Sisterhood Collective Gold Membership that is $47 a month. And you can get live laser coaching, really get connected to other entrepreneurs. And it makes it affordable because one of the things that we are really, you know, we're striving to make it uh, resources available that keep the cost down for us. And um, so that was a way that we could do that. So again, sisterhoodconnections.org. And they can also find me on my personal website at my name, which is J-E-N-A Harris, GinaHarris.com. 
Fantastic. All right, ladies. This will be posted so you can find Gina. Um, And I want to thank everybody for listening today because I know that you have a choice of how you spend your time. So thank you so much for sharing it with myself and my lovely guest, Gina Harris. Also, to connect with me a little bit deeper, you can, um, as you know, you can find me on my website, which is where you might have found the podcast. And I have just started a new Facebook group also called Million Dollar Mompreneurs. So feel free to reach out, connect with me there. Give this um, show a five-star rating, if you would, because it really does matter. If you like Gina's story or any of the others, please share it with your friends, because together we can grow the world and make a difference. Gina, thank you so much. Thank you, Rhonda, for having me. This has been an incredible time. I really, really appreciate it. Well, thank you, and everybody, we will talk to you next week. 